Welcome to the Recent Speeches podcast presented by BYU Speeches, featuring inspiring new devotionals and forums given each week on BYU campus. Be sure to check out our other podcasts by searching BYU Speeches wherever you get your podcasts or by visiting speeches.byu.edu slash podcasts. This devotional address, entitled Being Doers of the Word, was given on January 9th of 2024 by Wendy W. Reese, wife of BYU President C. Shane Reese. Welcome back to campus. We are so excited for this new semester. New semesters provide new opportunities. It's a chance to make new connections in your classes, study groups, wards, and yes, even in an eternal companion. For you men, you undoubtedly see a lot of amazing women on campus. You might think to yourself, I would really like to go out with one of these women. Yet, for some reason, she never walks up to you and says, hi there, I would love to go on a date with you. (laughs) While that might seem like a plausible scenario, it's going to take a lot more doing on your part to make it a reality. Put another way, you can't lean on a shovel and expect a hole. Action is required if we expect results. One of the most fundamental characteristics of a disciple of Jesus Christ is doing the will of the Father. The Savior himself said, If ye love me, keep my commandments. The Apostle James taught powerfully the difference between just hearing the word of the Lord and acting on those words when he said, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what matter of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. I love how James teaches so clearly that to understand our true nature, we need to be doers of the word and not just hearers. He also describes that even if we feel our efforts are only a feeble offering, when we are doing the will of the Lord, we will be blessed in our deed. I think this is suggesting that the Lord will magnify our efforts if we put into action His teachings. Today, I want to share a few thoughts on how we can be doers of the word rather than just hearers of the word. It's a topic that is central to our beliefs and challenges us to move beyond passive engagement with our faith to actively living the principles of the gospel that we hold dear. To truly become doers of the word, we must first recognize the need to shift our mindset. We must move beyond the mere accumulation of knowledge and internalize and apply the teachings of the restored gospel. Imagine owning the most exquisite recipe collection, but never walking into the kitchen to make any of the recipes. Similarly, our faith remains dormant when confined to intellectual understanding alone. Living the gospel, acting on on promptings from the Spirit, or heeding the words of prophets and apostles draws us closer to the Savior and strengthens our testimony of Him. For me, 
President Reese is an example of a doer. Recently, our state president encouraged us to be more intentionally friendly and kinder. He asked us to wave to everyone we pass in our cars. Shane took this to heart. He not only heard the invitation from the state president, he actually tried to do it every time he saw a car. He would always wave when we passed anyone on the road. In fact, most of the time, several cars in a row would pass, and Shane would quickly wave at each one. I would say, you do realize no one's waving back at you, don't you? He just responded with something like, I got one wave out of seven. That's not horrible. It's more than 10%. <laughs> Doing, regardless of the outcome, will strengthen our resolve to be more like the Savior. While this is a trivial example, there are many people who exemplify this principle of being doers of the word and not hearers only. I want to touch on some of these. You amazing students and the perfect example, Jesus Christ. Some of the most inspirational examples of doers of the word that I've seen are, are the students at BYU. I'm truly amazed at the way you go and do. One of the things I've loved the most about the first few months that President Reese and I have been serving together is the time we've been able to spend with you, our amazing students. So often we recognize that you are so much better than you think you are. We see such light in your countenances and love it when you let your light shine so others can see that light. We love how you are so committed to your education, both academic and spiritual. You are truly examples of what President Spencer W. Kimball describes as a double heritage when he said, quote, the uniqueness of Brigham Young University lies in its special role, education for eternity. This means concern for not only the whole man, but for the eternal man, close quote. This faculty has a double heritage, the preserving of the knowledge of men and the revealed truths sent from heaven. Embracing our double heritage or being bilingual is part of what it means to become BYU. One of the fundamental assumptions of becoming BYU is that we must not only hear the words of the prophets, seers, and revelators, but we must act on those words. We must be doers and not just hearers. We are grateful for our students who preserve the knowledge of man and reveal truths sent from heaven. Here are some examples of students who have been exceptional in exhibiting what Spencer W. Kimball called a double heritage. Sarah Davila, a first-generation college student, knew that there was no other school that would mix her faith with her education, like BYU. Her training and classes led her to become a language coordinator at BYU Speeches, where she works with other students to translate what speakers are saying literally and also the message and spirit that they are trying to convey. She said, quote, My experiences at BYU have been empowering. The fact that there can be a beautiful blend of scholarly and spiritual knowledge is incredibly special. To be able to learn this way has been irreplaceable to my testimony, close quote. Fritz Karl Morlant, 
BYUSA's elected student body president, has been instrumental in helping to organize Utah's inaugural College Day of Service, an opportunity for more than 400,000 college students across the state to give back to their communities and develop a sense of unity and belonging. Adam Johnson was named a 2023 Truman Scholar, which recognizes college juniors who display exceptional leadership potential and are committed to effecting change through public service. Adam said, quote, BYU gave me a lens through which I view the world more like the Savior views the world. Because of that, I want to consecrate my life to God to build up His kingdom, and I think everyone has the power to do that, close quote. A group of BYU students recently returned from a study abroad trip to Poland, serving in Ukrainian refugee centers. The students provided medical aid, taught classes on health and wellness, and donated thousands of dollars of medical supplies. Nadia Devol, one of the students who participated in this amazing, ex inspiring learning experience, said, I am endlessly grateful to have been offered the resources and access to be part of this project because of BYU. <clears throat> I have family in Ukraine, and I had been praying for opportunities to help these people who are going through so much. BYU gave me these resources and led me to professors who made this happen. These are just a few of hundreds of examples of BYU students who are following the Savior's example to go about doing good. We are grateful that so many of you are doing more than just accumulating knowledge. You are doing good. We know that your efforts, however big or small, will be magnified by the Lord as He promised in the book of James. The Savior is a perfect example of someone who did the Father's will. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, we read that the Savior went about doing good. During part of his earthly ministry, he said unto the people, Behold, my bowels are filled with compassion towards you. Have ye any that are sick among you? Bring them hither. Have ye any that are lame or blind or halt or maimed or leprous or that are withered or that are deaf or that are afflicted in any manner? Bring them hither and I will heal them, for I have compassion upon you. My bowels are filled with mercy. Jesus did more than just feel compassion for others. He acted to serve and lift those around Him. Following the example of our Savior by doing will help us fill of His love and in turn shows our gratitude and love for Him. I know that Jesus is the great example of one who does the Father's will. The Savior loves you. We love you. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to the Recent Speeches podcast presented by BYU Speeches. Please check out our other podcasts, including classic speeches taken from our vast audio library, as well as other BYU Speeches compilations on love and marriage, overcoming adversity, by study and by faith. Come follow me, the prophet Joseph Smith, and Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer. Go to speeches.byu.edu and click on podcasts for more information. You can also find all BYU Speeches podcasts at your preferred podcast provider.